Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of, of On, On Base and Off Point. Point. And your hosts, Vinnie Marshall and J.R. Herb. Life in the deep end. Come on, get in the water, people. Water's just fine. Water's just fine. It's just fine here, y'all. So this is a podcast by bass players. For bass players. And for anybody else that just wants to tune in and have a little fun... As we say in the military, who? Yeah. Yeah. You know who who it comes from, right? No. It's an actual army. uh, What do they call that? Language? Yeah, it's it's a heard, understood. And accepted. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Who? There's there's an H on the end. Heard, understood, accepted. Who? Okay. I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm making things up as I say, go along. Say good night, JR. No, <laughs> good night, JR. <laughs> Thank you. Drive through. Would you like fries with that? Yeah. So welcome back, everybody. Hope uh, our international listeners are enjoying the pod. We got yeah. folks all over the world tuning That's in. Great. So um, I can't imagine. I wonder how this translates. Hola from America. Hola. Hold on, I think that's is this. Do I, Don't do I, ask me, dude. I can bonjour. say I can say Okikindeska for the what Japanese. What the heck is that? that oh, means, Japanese. Yeah, I can say Toiriwa Dokadeska. Oh, that's really good. I have no idea what you just said. I just asked for the toilet. Oh, okay. Well, I would say, don't touch my mustache. Yeah, don't don't touch my mustache. Yeah, don't touch my mustache. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. So it's been a busy week. Yeah, for both of us, I'm sure. Um, It's been a busy... uh, A lot going on in the world. Yeah. Usually, we like to start out and talk about a bass player or a musician, but I think... um, I think that all kind of goes to the wayside for another discussion. Well, yeah, I think this week we've decided we're going to just talk a little bit about Kobe Bryant, right, and his legacy. He was a um, American basketball player, and more importantly, a husband and a father. Yeah, and four four kids. Yeah, four kids. So yeah, so it was uh, kind of shocking. How did you hear about it? Um, I. Uh, Somebody just kind of kind of gave me the hey Kobe Kobe Bryant died. I went what? Yeah, and it's like, and then they told me all this stuff about how like, it happened. No, no, you're like yeah, 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 you know, it's like I can't believe that. The funny thing is, is that that somebody at that age. I mean, he died at 41, and yeah, and you look at him and you go, okay, I know he's older. I know he had had been in basketball since he was 18, or maybe 17. Um, but he, uh, you know, you don't look at him and think of him as old. You know? Not at all. And I don't even, I didn't think of him as 41. Like if I had picked an age, he'd probably been 35. I think he came into the league in 96. Yeah. Does I think, I think, he was, right? I think that may be right. But he was like, he was 17 or 18. He came right out of high school. He, but yes, before they had the, um, the, the high school rule, the, the two year high school rule. Right and he's from your neck of the woods. He's from Philip, yeah, Philadelphia, Philly, which yeah. I think Jocko's from that area. Yep. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so a little shout out to our city of brotherly love that's right for sure man but, so did you, you do you know where marion lower marion high yeah. school is yeah it's uh it's it's i think it's south of philadelphia i'm not really sure hmm. but uh, yeah if i've heard of it yeah yeah, so he was drafted in 96. We were both in the Air Force in 96. That's right. I had been in the Air Force for 13 years. Yeah. I've been in for, eh, coming up on four. Yeah. Four years. But it seems like forever ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I haven't really followed basketball a lot lately, but that era, you know, the era of Michael Jordan was the era that I grew up in, you know, and then when Kobe came in and started playing and everybody compared him to Jordan, like right away. Right. And Kobe, you could tell when he was talking, like he would use the Jordan esque kind of language and, and he really wanted to emulate. He played like, Oh, Jordan, he played I like thought. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. But it was one of those things where you can't compare somebody directly like saying, Oh, LeBron is better than Bill Russell or whoever. It's different eras. It's, it's different eras. Yeah, it's, it's different just, people. It's like comparing different bass players. Right. You know, you you somebody can't. you can't say James Jamerson was, was a, was a great bass player in the seventies and you're going to compare him now to Victor Wooten. It's not the it's same. It's just not the same. And, and it, that's you're no, built it's, on, you're, we're built on the shoulders of, you know, of, we stand on the shoulders of giants, I think is right. the saying. Right. Um, and, and, of course, Michael Jordan was probably a big Magic Johnson fan, so on and so forth. And, and, or Larry Bird around. Exactly. So I was just disappointed. I mean, it's just, it's sad. It's, um, but it just goes to illustrate that any one of us can go at any time. And my wife, Lisa, was saying, I just, you know, why was he on a helicopter this side or the other? I'm like, People that people more people die in car crashes every day. Matter of fact, Billy Brockman is a bass player I knew from Williamsburg. He passed last week as well. Really? From a car crash. Died in a car crash. Wow. Yeah, young guy too. He was in his uh, probably thirties, young thirties. Lay down a groove. Good player. Nice kid. Nice guy. Kid. Thirty something. Well, 37 still I'm young. Getting old. I'm getting old, Vinny. Um, well, I'm right ahead of you. Um, but I think, you know, we always talk about the dash on this program. And I think Kobe Bryant stands up very strongly. Oh, yeah. He, he got, he's got like a dash and a half. And not just from the NBA, the Olympics, but I would say also the things that he did afterwards. I mean, just being a great father is probably more important than any of those things. And, yeah. Most people's minds, if you can be a, and he, he was what going to a basketball game, his, um, the coach, his daughter's basketball. Oh, I game, didn't know that. Something like that. Yeah. I think some of the, there were kids on the helicopter. Yeah. That yeah. As a parent going to kids. that game and, and the, the kids that were, they were going to play against, they, they interviewed them. Oh yeah. Oh. Couldn't wait to meet them. And wow. Yeah. So. Anyways, I don't want to dwell on it. I don't want to get too much into a downer, but um, celebrate. I mean, he was he was a great basketball player, a talent. The, the nice the nice thing about somebody like this is that you are going to relive his legacy for years. We're going to watch videos. We're going to do repeat basketball games. We're going to show clips of him doing the things that made him famous, but they're going to be etched in our minds. There's a petition going around to changed the NBA logo, which is modeled after Jerry West, you know, right. it's red, white, and blue, right. um, to change it to, to his, what would you call it? Effigy, what? you know, like his outline. Oh, oh, oh his, oh, oh, instead like, of Jerry West, it would be. Oh, yeah. okay. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That'd be a the game has changed substantially since well, Jerry West. Sure. Played. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the game, the Although game, that, 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 that NBA logo is iconic. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, there's no reason why you can't do that. What they should do is keep the Jerry West one. Yeah. And every year they should do a they should do a different version of that. And this this should be Kobe's year. This should be the year that they do yeah, they do possibly. a thing with Kobe. I mean, you know, Jordan's got that that several of those uh, you know things where he's dunking where his legs spread and he's up in the air flying. It's like a Nike logo almost. Yeah, you know, and those kind of things should be around. Yeah. I mean, if I was Nike, I'd do that. I I do. Hell I, yeah. I do a damn Hell Kobe yeah, Kobe Bryant one. You know. Oh yeah. And, I mean, which is awful that. Nike would capitalize. Well, but maybe, but if I was doing, tragedy. if I was doing something like that, I would. That's why I bought I would, New Balance. I would, do, I would donate though. I would donate on base to, and on point, sponsored by New Balance, and Guinness Stout and Coke Zero, because <laughs> I can't drink anymore, for the love because, of God. Because Nike's going to just exploit everything, bastards. Well, Chinese. I will, I will not Chinese buy Nike sweatshops. anymore. I'm, I'm done with Nike. Oh. I am done. Ever since the Betsy Ross thing. Kind of pissed oh yeah, at well you know what we because I need new running shoes. Start running again, right? Get ready for my test, and I'm like, there was a whole slew of Nike running shoes. They look comfortable too, and I and wouldn't look wouldn't at them. Buy them? Hell no. Hell to the no. Negative. Negatory. Negatory. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't gonna do it. You're not. Ain't gonna do it. Not got that. Get my New Balance. I'll be wearing Skechers before I wear those damn Nikes. Wow. Billy Bob. <laughs> So anyways, I don't want to dwell too much, but I did put together a little tune to commemorate. It's called number eight, number 24, and uh, just in memoriam, Kobe. I'm not a big pro basketball fan. I like college basketball, which he never played, but still, as a father and just a good guy, yeah, I put this. I just put this little thing together. Um, so what do you say? Should we should we throw oh, it yeah, down? It's definitely something we should do. Let's just throw this just, down, and then and, we'll, uh, then we'll pick things up with a little more. In pre-production, so, this was this was this was a fun tune to play. Like right, it is. Right. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it, minor. It's sad. The idea though is each of the um, phrases end, ends with a, a major chord. You know, because at the end of the day. Um, I think people can look to him for inspiration. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's like light. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We all got to deal with. Just deal don't with go things, to the but... light right now, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, no, no, no. Put your not sunglasses yet. on. You don't not see any yet. light. People yeah. are dropping like flies, man. Oh, there's twenty. Put my uh, sunglasses on. Yep, yeah, I can't see shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, cataracts. <laughs> Blinded by the light. Yeah, thank you. Wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> On that happy note, how apropos to play our first tune, which is called Number 8, Number 24. Isn't that 32? I don't know, Bobby Bill. I ain't got enough I, fingers I, to tell I, you. I've been counting on my knuckles, but I know. Anyway, here we and go. And Sister Jane, can you tell me? Could you add this up for I me? I need to borrow your toes and your fate. <laughs> Maybe some teeth. Oh, God. Help us all. Please help us all. Uh, On that note. Let's, let's, let's go. So what key is this in? It's in Bobby? the saddest of all keys. G, G, G minor. Second saddest of all keys. All right, here we go.
So there it is, number eight, number 24. The game of basketball will change, but Kobe Bryant will remain a legacy. Yeah, man. That was pretty good. We should write that down. <laughs> somebody cop- somebody, so, copyright, somebody that. copyright that. In a hurry, please. Damn it. I, I, we, damn I, it, Jim. I have it, I have it saved on it. Where's my copyrightist? Yeah. I need a lawyer. <laughs> So, keeping things on a downer. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Wait a minute. When do you know when to put your dog down? I just, I oh, got to know. Boy. Somebody please. You know, there was a discussion. Give me some with, advice. Okay. We had to do that with our dog recently. And, and Chrissy and I talked about this. We knew for her. This was recent. This was about this a month ago. This was a month ago. This yeah. was not fun. We wrote a to- I wrote a song about it. I still yeah. don't want a damn dog yet because I'm not finished grieving. But it was obvious because she was breathing so hard. Yeah. That it, she had to. She Let had me to ask you out. this. Did you regret regret waiting so long? Um, no, not at this point. No, and here's why: because the day before she passed away, she was sitting on the sitting downstairs with us on the love seat. She was fine. If there was something wrong, and I'm sure there was, I had no idea. She was happy. She enjoyed herself. The only time that things got bad is the morning of the day she died. So for me, no regrets. Now, two weeks before she went to the vet and the vet looked at her and said, she's probably having some hip problems, but you know, no, no big deal. So the vet didn't even catch it. And we didn't blame the vet and say the vet did something wrong or whatever. But Chrissy has, Chrissy has put, we've put three dogs down. Yeah. The first dog, Chrissy, Chrissy does it this way. She looks at the age of the dog and then how the dog is doing as far as physical, physical well-being. You know, for for us, it's the old adage: if the dog is eating and drinking, then it should the dog's still okay, you know, or at least at least fine. But the but the problem is this: when I had to put down my dog Lurch, I didn't want to. I I knew he was bad, and I but I didn't want to. And Lurch wasn't telling me how bad he was. 
news. That's the thing, yeah. They hide it because because it's a it's a damn uh, uh, pack thing. You know, if you let if you let somebody uh, in the yeah. pack know yeah, that you're bad, they'll they'll you'll lose your stature or status and they'll take over. So there's a there's a part of me that doesn't know when to put them down. Chrissy knew. I knew at the very en- the very end it was time. But you know, you you, you take a dog that. You know, like we we put Sandy down. Sandy had cancer. It was it was in her lungs, right. and but she was fine. And then she progressively got worse over the weekend. So by the time we took her in on Monday, even though she was o- seemingly okay, it was time to put her down. Dallas couldn't even walk; had a hard time walking into the examining room. So it was hard, it was it was in my my mind it was easy to put her down. Yeah, Dolly had had a bloated stomach. She was bleeding That's into what her, we're she, was, she was bleeding into her stomach. And and she had a heart attack while they had her in the in the emergency thing. So Chrissy says, "Yeah, it's time." But Dolly was the only one that we were unsure about because she was only eight. Or she hadn't even turned eight. She was like seven and a half or seven three quarters. Um, but her but her uh, sibling that was with another another owner passed away like six months before. So Chrissy was like, "Yeah, this is bad. We need to put her down." And Chrissy's real adamant about when to do that. She's not she's not thinking twice about it. And so, I, dude, I feel for you because I, I, I saw, I saw Rocky on, on the way down here. She's bloated. She's bloated, and she's, and it's she's, all, blo- it's all blood from her heart that's leaking into her leaking, gut, right? And she's not, she can't keep her, she's not eating well. She, her bowels are right, an loose. issue around the house, right? And she's not her, she doesn't bark. Oh, she's a bark. You used to come in the house, yeah, and her, and now she's just like, mm. yeah. she's not herself. That's terrible. It's like, um. It's it's all it's awful because she's kind of lost her dignity. I think it's time. Well, and the bad thing about it is, is that we we owe, we owe it to the dog. I know, but to take care of them, it's and, and when selfish you to keep them alive. Yeah, for it absolutely this, is. Well, but, still... it's like when, but when you can't take care of them anymore, you have to be honest with yourself, and you have to be honest with the dog. You know, it, it's silly to say that because it sounds like the dog's a person. But I'm sorry, that no, no, Dallas was Dallas was a part of our life, a part of my life yeah. for eight years. You know, that, that dog was as much a part of my life yeah. as any other person. Yeah. Funny you should say that because I'm reading a book right now. I'm not reading it. I'm listening to a book right now. It's called Mistakes Were Made, But Not By Me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only one chapter in. But the premise of the book is people um, with cognitive dissonance will just lie to themselves and justify Oh, what they're sure. doing is right, and it's n- it's never their fault, you know. Especially, you know, at the beginning they mentioned like um, George W. Bush and the war and and the nukes that were never there, and we've won, and no, you haven't won, and and even um, LBJ. Yeah, they mentioned a, a bunch of politicians, but the fact is, we all do it. And anyone says that they don't is lying to themselves about lying to themselves. Well, we all we right? all we all ultimately rationalize nearly everything. Sure, that that's how you sleep. Otherwise, you, how could you sleep at night? Well, you'd be you'd be insane. You you, you would drive yourself bananas. When your rational thought goes away. To me, that is the definition of insanity. It's not yeah. the it's not doing the same thing over trying and over. Trying to again. rationalize, yeah. You, if if you don't rationalize anything, well, I'm doing this because this, I'm doing this because this. There might be intellect and logic behind some of it. Right. But, you know, look, how many people smoke? 
you know, how many surgeons smoke? How many? Yeah, how many people smoke? Smoke, and every time they put a cigarette up their mouth, they don't go. "Um, I need to do this. Bullshit! You need to do it. You know, and and this is from a smoker, you know, ex-smoker, I should say. Yeah, it's a habit. It's a habit. Habits are hard to break, and habits habits are something in particular that you rationalize. That's a good point. Very good point. So yeah, so we got one dog on last leg, and the other dog has a cone on her head. Yeah, I came in tonight, and I hear boom, boom, What the hell's going on, Jr.? Oh, that's just Penny. She's 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 got a cone of shame. I go, yeah, what the? And he goes, look at her eye. I said, oh my god. Okay. She looks like Rocky in the so, first Rocky so, movie. So I, I look at her eye. It looks like she's been bludgeoned. You know, I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. But she, her eye is like like bloodshot red all over. Yeah, she scraped and, and it she, somehow. And she's looking. She's looking at me like. Get, 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 me, get me the get fuck this, out of here. Get this damn thing off my face. <laughs> what the hell is this? And, and and she usually barks and continues to bark, but then I started petting her and she's just licking licking me like like nobody's business. Like please, 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 please don't don't, get don't me go away. Here. So then I stop and I'm talking to JR and all of a sudden I feel I feel this I feel this cone in my leg because she's trying to sniff my leg, but she can't get she to can't it. Get, she, 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 it's she just like it, oh, what the? Oh, what it, the? It, what, it, what, oh, oh, hi, Penny. You know, yeah, okay. I can't the, imagine. I think that cone is really too big for her. No. If you look at that cone, it's like, that's a massive cone for that dog's head. But whatever, we got it from the, it's not like I picked the damn cone out. We got it at the, at the vet. That you know, they put that damn. They measured it and put it on. I was like, <laughs> measured her skull. They did. <laughs> Let's see. That's a thirty-two regular. Let's, uh, wait, forty-five wait, she's, wide. Wait, wait um, she's she's got she's got some ears. Maybe get the wide one. Midge, it's a forty-five wide. It's a forty-five wide. I can tell. I've been doing this job for thirty-five years. It's a pit bull. Add another inch. They're crazy. Those dogs and, are crazy. And, and get the muzzle. <laughs> I can't imagine the first time you put that that damn thing on her. Oh, she's ridiculous. She's, first of all... Squirming and shit. She's goofy to begin with. She's not exactly very elegant. She's not the Einstein of dogs. Yeah, she's, do, 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 do. Hi, JR. I'm here to stay. What do you want me to do now? You know, it'd be like putting a, a cone of shame on Jason Kale. You know, Jason's going, oh, hey. What yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's rude. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't want to offend... Penny. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I'm kidding. I love you. You're, you're my friend, and I would never wish a cone of shame on your guitar playing head. <laughs> it would inhibit your vocals. Jason Kale is a great musician. If you haven't heard him, go check him out. He's a badass. This but- concludes my briefing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. Then I will tell you. And then I will and tell then you recapitulate the whole what I told you. Thing. Thank you. Have a good day. Oh, I do have a Weller story for tonight. So, oh, great. Yeah, I just I just thought about it. So I started binge watching another show. Oh, me too. Which several. One? Several. I've oh, already gone geez. through several. Several, 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 several. Oh, <laughs> several, several tunes. I, I <laughs> and, and, and the gabapentin is working and, and, the, and the other stuff I'm taking is working as well. But... You're up all night. If I wake up in the middle of the goddamn night, I sit there and rub my feet and go, okay, time to binge watch something. I binge watched a whole season of a a show called Messiah. Oh, I want to see that. That is worth it. You should watch it. Okay. I won't say anything more. No, don't, don't, don't ruin it. I'm not going to ruin a damn thing. It's new. It is new. And I binge watched that 
fucker all the way. Ten episodes? Ten damn episodes. Oh, you're you're the man. Oh man, it was It just came out like a month ago. Well, you know, my I'm getting like three hours worth of sleep a night, you know, dude. It's like I get up and Chrissy goes, How many hours did you get tonight? Well, let me see what the Fitbit says. Oh, three hours and forty eight minutes. Uh, that's right. Well, last night I got seven hours. That's great. So I was like Oh, it's it's working. Whatever I'm doing yeah, is working. Seven hours is a good deal. for me. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. That's fantastic. Anyway, I binge watched uh, Messiah. Uh, so do you get out of bed? Do you actually get up and get out of bed to go binge watch, or do you? No, normally, yes, but I do have a story. Because they say you should get if you can't, yeah, if you can't sleep, sleep, you should get out of bed. Yeah. But no, normally, normally the, the the procedure is this: when I wake up and my eyes open, my feet go, "Oh, you're awake. I'm going to start hurting." So when it does that, you can't go back to sleep. Oh, okay. Because it's it's hurting enough where you can't you can't get comfortable. So I get up and I try to rub my feet to get the damn stuff out. And normally my medication is done and I can't take any more. But there is one pill I can take in the middle of the night. It's Cymbalta, which is a, a antidepressant, which nothing to, nothing to do with me. But it 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 the reason that you take it is because it it helps with the pain receptors. At least that's what the doctors told me. Um, but it's, I can take that and usually go back to sleep. But in the process, it takes about 20 minutes to an hour to work. So you, you got to sit there and go, all right, what do I do now? And if I get out of bed, I like start, stop hurting because I'm not laying down. So after all that, um, I start binge watching stuff and I'll just sit in the, in the, in the dining, dining room table and I'll just watch. Now, the other night, this is, this is the story of the week. The other night, um, I decided I was going to lay in bed. So I got my headphones on. I got the iPad going on. Everything's good. Now, my lovely wife, Chrissy, is a, is a fantastic lady. And Chrissy sleeps like a stone. She does not move. She, I, I have to check. I have to put a mirror under her nose to see if she's breathing. Because I, and I touch her in the middle of the night. And maybe once in a while, I'll get an awe when I give her a kiss on the cheek or whatever. So I'm laying, laying kind of laying in bed, but kind of sitting in bed with the pillows behind me and I'm watching this and all of a sudden she stirs. She's in a, we're in a king size bed so it's a pretty big space. So instead of getting off on her side of the bed, she kind of edges her butt down and she gets off the end of the bed. Now the bathroom is to my left so she has to cross over by me to go to the bathroom which is where she's headed. Well, I looked at her like to get her attention. She's walking by, walking by, walking by. She gets to the edge of my bed and she looks at me and she goes, oh, I go, oh, what do you mean, oh? She goes, oh, I didn't see you. I said, I'm the person you sleep with every night. How could you not see me? And and she's like, well, uh, and she's talking, but it's like this murmuring mumbles. Yeah, I, Was she yeah, sleepwalking? Yeah, well, probably. So the, the, the interesting part is she does her business. She gets out and she walks by and she's still trying to talk to me, but it's really kind of incoherent. But as she comes back to the edge of the bed to walk back, I'm doing this with my hands, so I can't say, but it, and she's walking back to the edge of the bed to get on there. I'm trying to keep her from staying up because if she stays up with me, I can handle this, but she can't. She'd be a wreck. Oh, no. So as she starts falling toward the, the, to the bed, literally I'm saying, honey, you just need to go back to sleep. And her eyes are closed as she's falling. I'm just like. If we all could sleep so well. Oh, my God. If, if I could get like a tenth of uh. that. Jeez, I would, I would, I would be, I'd be sleeping like a, like a, like a prince. And then this morning, <laughs> my mother-in-law is living with us. God bless her. She wants to listen to the podcast. And I told her about the Connie, Connie and the Christmas tree story. I told her, so we, we do say some swear words, mom, you know, and I said, just want to let you know. But anyway, Connie 
has a meeting with the area agency on aging because she's on Medicare and Medicaid and they just want to come over and make sure everything's okay because she's moved and everything else. So she says, will you get up with me at, and, and be there for the 930 thing so you can be my ears in case you need it? Sure, mom, I, I have no problem. So I slept seven hours. I got up. I'm, I'm in good shape. I didn't, you know, I kind of threw some water in my face and I was ready to go. I walk out, her bedroom's door is open and I don't see her. I'm going, well, where the hell did she go? She without you? Well, I thought, well, we know, <laughs> no, they were coming to the house. So you know, got, oh, so, so, we, I'm, okay. so I'm going out to the kitchen going, well, maybe she's out in the kitchen. Maybe she's at Waffle no. House. It's like, yeah, maybe she, <laughs> she went out for breakfast. So I come around the corner to look in her room. This woman, you talk about, I know where Chrissy got her sleep like a stone thing going on. <laughs> she falls asleep standing she, up in the no, kitchen. No, no, she's not standing up. No, she's she's in the bed, but she looks like one of those poses of the of the, the, the little girls with her hand <laughs> under her head, and she's curled up in the fetal position, and she is snoring like a mother. <laughs> you know, I mean, like like crazy. That's snoring. not good sleep, though. Oh, she seemed to think, think uh, she yeah, was. But she, all right, so she's she's laying there, and that and then, but it interrupts your. I'm not a sleep expert, right? But it interrupts. This your, is a good point to point sleep. out that neither are you. You're not a sleep expert. No, I am not a sleep expert. I am not a, a doctor. I'm You're not, not a bricklayer. I I've laid brick, but no, I haven't. Uh, I have. Well, you brick. have a child. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> waka waka uh, waka waka. You know, brown no, chicka brown. <laughs> Um, anyway, I just, didn't stay just, at a Holiday Inn Express. Just be, okay, so then you are experienced enough to, to tell us that what happened. Oh, yes, what happened. So she's laying there. So I said, well, I'll go make myself some oatmeal, check my blood, all that stuff, right? And I'm doing my stuff, and I hear this. What the hell? It's her goddamn iPhone. This, this woman has a, has an, a 10, a 10R iPhone. I have a... That's, ten, a, that's ten, a nice iPhone. That's a damn yeah. nice iPhone. So I, yeah. Yeah. so I realize that the alarm is on for her to get up. So I go in there. She's laying there like, you know, like the little poster child for the for the babies that sleep at night, you know, while they have the little angel watching over them. Was she in the bathroom or something? No, no. She's still in the bed, but she can't hear the damn alarm because she's mm, deaf. Well, so damn. I walked up to the alarm and I'm going... I can't do this. So I just push off the alarm. Now, you have to be careful when you wake her up because because she can't hear. She's it, carrying a knife and you, she could she roll will, out of bed and just stab you. She will fucking swing at you like you are a goddamn burglar. So I can't, I can't touch her. I can't go near her. I can't say mom or I'm going to have a, two black eyes in a matter of a minute. So I go over to the light switch. I'm flicking the light switch on and off, figuring, you know, this has got to help because she's got, she can see. You need a stick. Poking <laughs> her. Poking her. Run. Hey. Hey, hey, hey lady. Bear. Lady, you can't sleep here. You know. <laughs> she comes to hit you. Have the coffee. Here's your coffee. Here's your coffee. So, oh, thank you, Vinny. So, so I turn off the alarm and I, and I go, what do you do in a circumstance like this? Walk away. <laughs> I walked away and started making food, but... Here's the next point, and this this goes on and on and on. It does it just doesn't stop. I noticed. Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a story of mine. So there's there's another sub story behind this in tangential hell. As usual. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that 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 little coaching. So about four or five days ago, mom looks at me and she says, Do you make oatmeal every day? Because I make oatmeal for my cholesterol and for my diabetes and everything else. 
So mm. I, w- oh, yeah. oatmeal is actually good because I do some stuff yeah. to it. I put a little Truvia in it. I put a little almond milk. I put and a little, little Jack butter. Daniels. <laughs> and a little cocaine. Oh. <laughs> a little PCP dust. <laughs> a little it angel dust. little it angel dust. I'm ready day. to poke my mother to wake Ooh. her up. <laughs> anyway. Time to get up, mama. <laughs> so. Road over. <laughs> oh, God. Help me, please. So anyway. <laughs> By the, by the time I get done telling her that I that I make oatmeal most every day, so I realize she wants me to make oatmeal. Did I tell you that she burned her food? Did I tell you that story? You've not mentioned any burning oh, of food. Oh, that's another story. This is. Can a, we stick to is, one? Well, I'll finish the blessed story. <laughs> well, and get to a tune here. Oh well, all right. Lordy, lordy, well, okay. I thought we were going to talk about binge. Oh. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know how you got down this rabbit hole. We're talking about binging this show. Next thing you know, Connie's putting cigarettes cigarettes out on your arm or something. I mean, like, how the hell did we get? Well, you started this. You let me talk. (laughs) You started this. You You invited me. Maybe a damn microphone. Hey, I want to do a podcast. What? A podcast? I can talk. I can talk and nobody's going to stop me. I can say whatever I want. No, 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 I can keep talking because it's my turn. Vinny, time it was my idea. Oh, oh, that's right, it is. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so I, any, yeah, I so any again. So the alarm went off the second time, and she finally woke up. At this up. point, it's I try, try grass. I try grass. Yeah, because yeah, it's I, like I quadru, quid dress. I quid quad, dress. Quad dress. I quin, quin dress. I sep. We're down a sep A seventh rabbit hole here. Well, Connie got up. <laughs> so, luckily, like, well, then the, the second time when I wanted to get the alarm, here's the last part of this. I I, I hear the alarm again because I put it on snooze. She doesn't hear the freaking alarm, so she's up and she doesn't have her hearing aids in. She's walking around, and I walk up to the alarm and go, put it off. Yeah, and she goes, oh, was that on? <laughs> yes, it was on. It was supposed to wake your ass up. <laughs> Hi, mom. How are you? What D- doesn't that that ten iPhone 10 doesn't come with like a cattle prod um, app or something. I <laughs> I'm mean, sure I could get zzz, one. Zzz. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can plug it into the lightning port or the USC port, you know, whatever. So uh, you had a, you had a binge. A I binge did. I have tune. a tune called, called uh, I started binge. time to binge. Oh, good. Cause I was, I started binging another show as well. Um, it's called Mars. Oh, I've seen, seen that it. one. I was going to watch it today. It's very right interesting. Okay, uh, I've been, I've been kind of sucked into it. It's about well, the planet Mars. Really? I know. I know. It's hard to believe. Wow! I thought it was it's about Jupiter. No, and it's twenty thirty three, and they're sending the first expedition to Mars. And what they've done is they've already pre-positioned all this multiple sites so that they could explore. So if we're going to colonize Mars, the problem is radiation. Right. So what they're going to have to do is find like a lava um, cave that's big enough to drop stuff down into. And then you would build your little city down inside a lava. It's not a cave. What do you call that? A, a you know, Cavern? Yeah, crevice or cavern or something like that. So you're protected from... This sounds complicated. It's it's a complicated yet fun to watch if you like sci-fi. I like a sci-fi. But what they do, and this is what kind of turned me off, and I'm 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 getting used to it, is within each episode they go back every about ten minutes from 
2033 with the story of our heroes that are flying through space because we are now a spacefaring race to uh, 2016 where you actually hear interviews with you know people from NASA and oh. Elon Musk and is that his name? Yeah. And all these people who are interested in colonizing Mars because they believe something bad could happen oh, eventually yeah, sure. to Earth, like a asteroid hitting or something. It would, it would, you know, wipe out our whole species. So if you had a colony on Mars, they would escape that, and the species would continue, which is an interesting thought. Well, sure. And um, we've talked before about. Uh, Werner von Braun. He was a Nazi who created a very good Nazi because apparently he created some shit. <laughs> well, he created is that the, an oxymoron. Good the, Nazi. The, 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 yes, it is. But he created the rocket that got us to the moon. But he was truly interested. In that that rocket was more power than we needed to get to the moon. He was trying to create a rocket to get to Mars. And after Apollo 13, NASA said, thanks, but this is a little too dangerous. And they went with the space shuttle program, which, you know, is really, eh, meh. It was safe. Nobody, nobody. It was safe. Yeah. It was safe. Everything was safe about the space shuttle. Those little, uh, you know, heat tiles that if they came off, it was was fine. Yeah, we thought it was safe. That's a good point. We lost two of them. Now that we, we, yeah, we, we lost two shuttles, didn't we? Challenger oh, and... Challenger. Whoa. Yeah, we lost the... Um, what was it? Oh, that's right. They blew up in the air over Texas. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Whatever that was. That's good. It's not Columbia. Uh, no. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ask, uh, ask our Siri. Producer. Ask Siri, right. our, our producer. Uh, uh, <laughs> ask our producer, Siri. <laughs> ask our producer, Siri. Uh, Siri, what's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to Google shuttle disasters. Oh, it, it, how do we not know that the, Vinny, this, our brains are, are mush at this point? Yeah. It's a podcast. Disaster. I think the Air Force did it to us. I, I think that the Air Force told us what we're supposed to know, JR. Jeez. Uh, Columbia. I think it was Columbia. I think you're right. I said, I said Columbia. You did. You, you get credit. You get, Alex Trebek would give you full credit. We, we went back and looked at the tape. And Space he shuttle correct. Columbia disaster. Oh, jeez. It's dangerous, man. Well, yeah. Getting out of bed is dangerous. Yeah. Flying in a helicopter is dangerous. Yeah. Driving I, in a car is dangerous. Never be a musician and go in a helicopter. I'm just saying. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Was that a helicopter? No, it was a fucking helicopter. Oh, I thought that was a plane. Nope, it was a helicopter. Stevie Ray Vaughan. And somebody yeah, else. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah, we could count the ways. There's... Leonard Skinner, that was a plane. Yeah, that was a plane. Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and uh, Vichy Valens, that was a plane. What about um, Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player? Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes. A plane. Plane. Stay on the ground, people. Uh, maybe John Madden's right after all. He goes everywhere with a bus. Yeah, get a bus. RV. That's, I want an hey, RV. I was in the Air Force band, and we never took a plane. We always took a bus. And I'm still alive. Well, now my brain's I've taken, mush. Some, I've taken some planes. I went to the Azores. I went to the damn Azores and I will see 130. That flight was like seven hours. <laughs> you, should, you could have paddled there and gotten there faster. No shit. <laughs> I could have ran faster in the jet stream. You know, just let me out right here. You know, I'll, I'll hitch it from here. Well, I told you about my um, 
C-17 flight that was dumping gas all over the runway. Oh, no. Oh, I thought I told you that story. No. I'll have to save that for another day. That was in Cutter. The gas was just... We did an emergency exit of the C-17. Whoa. Uh, it, yeah. In the deed. Whoa. That's a Weller story for another day because it's, it's, we're about to play a tune. I don't know if you know this, but... Time to binge. Yes, time to binge. So I like Mars. They keep going back to 2016 and talking to real people. I'm like, skip, 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 skip. What's what's happened with these poor people on Mars? They're going to die. I got to see what's happening. Um, but now I'm kind of enjoying the insight of the real scientists. Right. So, all right. Um, Demon, an obsessive old case. It's kind of a... Bach, Mozart, kind of a Mark Pete's, if you will. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Little lines in a twenty and waving. This particular one's called. Click my left pump. <laughs> Thank you. Drive through. <laughs> Tribute to Nigel Tufnell. Advantage, Mr. Marshall. Sp- <laughs> Spinal tap. Okay, here it is. Thank you. 
Well, that's good. So when we first started looking at it, it was a little slower. I like the faster tempo we came yeah, up with. It, it, it goes back to the, the thing we keep saying. We bring these tunes to each other with the idea that we think we have them all fleshed out the way we want. And then we go, oh, well, let's try this or let's do this. I'm, I'm never opposed to that stuff. In fact, I, I kind of welcome it because, you know. Well, you with my tune, I was like, there's two bars I can't figure out. Yeah. They're right in the middle of the tune. Right in the middle of the tune. I, 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 we're looking at his tune. I'm going, see my... What? I Wait a minute! Don't, I, don't I don't know, know what, what I'm going to put there. Oh, okay. But then you change, has a B flat. But then you change one. We we change the G minor and then put a put a D flat seven in there. Oh, and it's that like, was really you know, nice that too. Was, that was yeah. a, that was a good choice. Same. And with this tune, it was just a it was just a tempo thing. It was just yeah. It was nice. I was like, but let's pick it up a little. Well, you have you have to remember, I'm running this at work, and it's depressing. And it's, yeah. Well, no be. wonder your songs are all minor. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well. It's you know. It's the the other one is called. Here comes Billy. Waiting, watching, and writing. It's, which is pretty Waiting much for you fuckers to leave the store yeah. well, watching someone you know, steal any fucking yeah, shit, shit and then writing and writing yeah. writing something when you leave right like police or porn it's, it's really a good job and I'd like to keep it <laughs> if if I do, I, can, I can tell you really love it if I don't if I don't keep this job I'll never write any again because <laughs> I'll, I'll be at home and my mother-in-law will go oh I've burned something again oh no Vinny, can you clean up these uh, these needles, pinecone needles? I've got them on I, both floors. I told her about that. I Connie, we her, love you. I, yeah, we do love you, Connie. I told her about that story, and I said, now, Mom, I told you told the story. I told about the pine needles all over, and she goes, yeah, that was crazy. I said, yeah, it was. I said, there was pine needles in the bathroom. I know. I said, how the Matter hell did fact, they get in the bathroom? Hold, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just got a pine needle out of my, my nose. nose. What it's, the you know, hell what is the going, is going on here? The world's just going oh, to hell in a handbasket. You know. So, anyways, if you get a chance, when you're up, you know, rubbing your feet or whatever. It's right, because see Mars. Zero four thirty. Um, check out Mars. I thought it was pretty good. I started watching. I, enjoyed I started it. watching Ozark today. Oh, that's yeah. That, you'll you'll get through that quickly. Okay. Great. That uh, love I, that. I one. mean, literally got. I mean, just. Like I think there's two seasons. Yeah, there's two, right. seasons. there's two seasons. Yeah. First one's really good. The second one's good as well. Uh, we're waiting for the third. That was a good one. I, I watched that the Japanese thing called uh, Shame and um, Duty and Duty and Shame. They had the Japanese words, but I don't remember. I think it's Hiru and Gaji, Goji or Giji. Giji. And it, that one's a good one because it's about the Yakuza. It's a cop and a, and a, a brother that's in the Yakuza. It's, gr- it's good, uh, a good show. Good what show. God's name are you talking about? Oh, never mind. Okay. Just, just, okay. <laughs> You'll see it. You'll see it on there. You know, I'll, Is it I'll, on Netflix? It's on Netflix. You'll see it. Okay. Just look for the Japanese people. Is it it's subtitled? I don't read well. Well, it it has it has English in it because it's based in Tokyo and London, and mm. but the obviously the Japanese. See, the reason I liked it is because I haven't been around Japanese people in you know twenty two years, but I remember some of the, the you know words. So and the language. occasionally you like, oh, I know that word. Yeah, I know that word. So I'm listening to it. I'm going, oh yeah, yeah. They're talking. I I can and it, and as I'm watching it, I'm catching a little bit more and more. But there oh, are subtitles okay. for the for the Japanese. That's why I watched it. And I knew Chrissy wouldn't want to watch that. I put a, I put a fern mill on. What that fern stuff? I don't watch that fern stuff. You know, no, Chrissy, we'll watch something good. Here's some meat and potatoes. We'll be fine. You know, you can. Yeah. There I was go. gonna say something. I was trying to make a joke about having the subtitles in Japanese and the little symbols, but it, it, it wasn't going anywhere. So I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Don't say good night, Jr. Good night, Jr. Yeah. <laughs> 
people are going, is the podcast over? <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I didn't, this is really short for them. They usually talk a lot longer. Yeah. Trying to get my credit hours in. Yeah. yeah. I, they said another six episodes and I'll be able to get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Visit our merchandise store. <laughs> yeah. Visit our swag. Yeah. There's the I'm base off point coffee cup, which is 74 ounces. <laughs> Obop uh, t-shirt. <laughs> Obop, that's Get right. Get your Obop hat. Obop hat. Right next to the MAGA hat. MAGA Obop. <laughs> what the hell is that? MAGA Obop. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of pig Latin. <laughs> How would you do like make on base off point oh, great yeah, again? Great again. I got to spell this one. Oh, God. I got a pen here. People. Oh, so Jesus. God, help us all. On base and off point great again that spells maga paga maga paga maga popka ma no mo bobka mo bobka what if we got rid of the that sounds like that sounds like get rid of the and make on base off point without the and it's uh mobo Mobopka. 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 That sounds get your like, mo, ladies and gentlemen, get your Mobopka hats. That sounds like we're in like Nambia. Well, if you, you know, you shish kebab. Welcome to Djibouti. Mobopka. Oh, welcome. Welcome to Mobopka. Here's your evergreen. Ah. <laughs> Got a pine needle up my nose. You can't get into the country. You don't bring evergreens here. What is this? What is this green thing that you have in your a hand? A banana leaf up my ass. What the hell is going on here, Mildred? Lordy, lordy. So, <laughs> so um, how's MJ doing? Well, I will start with the positive. We've got, yeah. Is he doing there's, well? Well, there's, he's got, he's been evaluated. He's got a case manager assigned to him. He's got uh, to go back and start seeing a psych again and get him get his meds straight and everything else because he's got to be evaluated to determine if he's eligible for social security disability mm. because um, as you know he's uh, manic or yes. bipolar or whatever the proper term is now. You guys and, could watch movies, you know, together. You could binge together. No, because by the time you no, get up, no, he's just coming home. No, yeah, no. I, I was watching this movie. You know, if if you get up at four o'clock in the morning, you go downstairs and get a sandwich. We're getting off point, but that's the point of this. You go downstairs and get yourself a peanut butter jelly sandwich and, and Dagwood, and, and, and a, yeah, Dagwood and a, and a, and a mill. Yeah. And you're sitting down at the table. Do you want somebody to come talk to you? No. Do you want anybody? I don't want to, anyone to know I'm up eating right, Dagwood. You don't want anything. You do, nothing. You don't want anybody Leave me around. The fuck you, this alone. This is the moment of the quintessential moment of <laughs> solace. The world the is time. gone away. You look outside. There's no birds. The light is done. There's nobody walking their dog. There's nobody delivered a newspaper. It's four fucking clock in the morning, and all you want to do is sit here and go, just a moment of peace, Lord. Before I try to go back to sleep, I just want to watch a TV show. I just want to be undisturbed. I want to have the flowing sounds of, of TV and my iPad blur my thoughts and make me escape into a world where I can imagine that I'm asleep or I've watched something that makes me want to sleep. No, that's impossible because as I sit down at 3.48 in the blessed a.m., to my right, guess. to my right, I see this passing blur. 
And he's walking to the, well, I didn't know if it was a he. I could, it could have been a spirit for all I knew. I caught it out the corner of my eye. My first Was it St. Nick? No. My first inclination Was it is, the Grinch? No. My first inclination is don't look at it because it'll, it'll show up and it'll start talking to you. So I ignored it. And, and next thing I know, it touches me. Ah! And I'm like, I'm looking at this, this, this being going, what the, what do you possibly want at 3.48 in the morning for the love of Jesus Christ Almighty? And he goes, are you okay? No. Wow. You're talking to me. Well, I heard a bunch of noise downstairs, so I came up because I thought Grandma was up, and I thought maybe... MJ, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm watching some shows. Go away. Oh, well, I'm going to go get a drink and go to bed now because this is the time I usually go to bed. Go to bed. So he went to bed and left me alone, mercifully. But then by then, I was going, all right, I got to go back to bed now because now I'm, now I'm flipping tired. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Damn it. Well. Now, as far as MJ goes otherwise, he's. You missed an op- opportune time for bonding, Vinny. N- no. You could say. No. Son. No. Here's a lifesaver. make you a day? <laughs> How would you like a lifesaver? Yeah. Because your breath smells. <laughs> he told us. He told Put a us, couple under your arm as told, well. <laughs> he told his mother. He told his mother. He came up and announced that he started brushing his teeth because his mouth tasted like blood. Uh, it's called the dentist. Oh, my God. He said, I thought it would be a good idea to start brushing my teeth because my mouth tasted like blood. It, it, is that, that's a little bit beyond a hint, son. You know, unless you were, you were out sparring with your, your, with your friend Christian, I think that's a clue. For the love of Jesus, please. I've invoked the Lord's name several times in my house now. Floss is a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't get the floss to go near it. Yeah, the floss would come near him, and, and he and he would bleed just just you know Jesus would just start hemorrhaging. Look at the floss. <laughs> start coming out of his ears. <laughs> it's like a scene from Carrie. You know, it's, what the hell? It'd be terrible. But he's making progress. So if he's listening, if he's listening to this podcast and realizing that we're making fun out of him, you know, we're also we're also hoping that you hey, that man. you make you know. We care. We care. We care. We, we make fun of you because we care. We, we care. We, we make fun of you a lot, so we really care a lot. It's <laughs> on, that, on that note. You know. Oh, my God. Well, it's always good to hear how. It's always good to have an MJ update. <laughs> yeah. The life and times. The life We've and gone times from Pflugerville to the lesbian friend trip Going to, to Florida. Clear, Clearwater, yeah. Yeah, and, and then and now he's moving back, back, back at home. They're breaking into the screen door or through the screen a window that was that window. was in the old house yeah that was in the yeah, old house yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's always good to get an update uh, instagram MJ pictures update. of him and a woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't get that oh <laughs> we are in pencil oh boy you start he, we were in Pennsylvania. We are in Pennsylvania. MJ didn't come with us because the, the Pflugerville thing was supposed to be in existence, but then he came back right before we left. So, right. So, you know, he didn't come with us. So that's when he broke into the house. Right. Yes. The reason yes. he broke into the house is because he had a woman, he had a girl. And he, oh. needed, he needed a place to do the nasty. Brown chicken, brown cow. So his friend, Nate. So this, this, this is the part of MJ that he just doesn't get. So he decides to take some kind of picture. I'm really not sure what the picture is. I don't want to know. I don't want anybody to ever explain it with drawings, diagrams, or anything else. 
But Ned, his best friend, called Chrissy while we were on the road to Pennsylvania. We were 500 miles away or And he said, um, Chrissy, I think there's a problem with MJ. And she goes, what? Well, I think he's pregnant. Th- there, yeah, we should be so lucky. At least maybe that would stop him from doing something. He, he was in the house with a woman and he took a picture of it and put it on either Snapchat or Instagram. <laughs> and, and Ned saw it and, and started to explain it a little bit in detail. And, and Chrissy's mm-hmm. like, um, I'll take care of it. So she gets on the phone and oh, says, geez. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing. But I'm I don't calling care. The cops. Get out of the house or I'm calling the cops now. You don't belong there. You are not invited. Get the fuck out of the house. And she said that too. And then she hung wow. up. And he goes, okay. She goes, okay, mom. Okay, mom. I'll get out of the house. Yeah. That was welcome back to fucking <laughs> Ohio. <Yeah. laughs> hey, hey, hey. Want to go have sex in my old house? <laughs> We'll take pictures and put them on Instagram. Crap chat. (laughs) I don't understand crap chat. I don't want to understand crap chat. No, I have a hard enough time. Instagram is bad enough. Mm. I like Instagram though because it's like a picture and you move on. You know, there's a couple couple words under there and, you know, life is good. Yeah. You know, not, not, uh, I mean, there are people that's that's their whole marketing strategy. Their life is. Uh, not their life, but their their profession right. is Instagram. Is, is, yeah, doing all that so, stuff. And and you know it's it's a it's a it's you know what a untapped me market. What the, the fucking political shit on Facebook? It's like she, I I don't fucking care. I just don't. I stop. I stop I watching. All, I stop watching all that pictures stuff. of your fucking cat or your dog. Right. This is or your vacation. Happy, this is supposed to be happy. Joy I, time. I really don't need all the political. No. You know what? Here's the thing. The things that they're posting there's deep nuance to and you don't get that on fucking social media you want to talk politics i love to talk politics let's talk politics but i'm not doing it over the, the fucking social media twitter give me a fucking well, the, break the whole, the whole point of that is that they get to say what they want in 280 characters or less or they get to say something on facebook and they're they're they feel this gratification they're sitting they're sitting in their own home or they're sitting on the toilet or whatever they're doing and they're expecting that nobody is going to care or say anything and they've just went i've done it done what yeah hope, hope you feel good about yourself you give a flying fuck you know because I'm, I'm i'm very modern me too i'm very open-minded i don't like what's going on in this country right now to be honest because everybody's got their you know it's just like digging in on their their side it's like yeah, there's no, uh, your there's side's no middle not ground. always right there's no middle ground where does everything get fixed in the middle y- yeah it's just in each election now it's getting more and more fringe you yeah, know, and, o- Obama was and, fringe. And fringe, fringe does not. And now, so it swings all the way to the other side. Now fringe, we're fringe. Now we're not, fringe does not help. Trump is extremely fringe. And that what they're going to run Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren? How? How? Why don't you run Putin? Hell, why don't you trot out the the body of a uh, Lenin or Marx? One of them is still is still uh, you know. I don't know if they moved. How, they how far moved left them. can you go? Well, they're going to try. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I, I just, I quit responding. 
Yeah. I well, just quit. I've, I just I've, quit. I've watched so little of Facebook or, or, or looked at so little of Facebook lately. Instagram, I, I well, don't That's really how I found see, out I my friend really... Billy Brockman died. I just was on Facebook last night. And you saw that? Yeah. He died. That, see, and, yeah. and there, there are some redeeming qualities and value to, to Facebook. You can use it in such a way where you can do other things with it, and that's that's nice. You can you can connect with an old friend, or you can find out something like or just uh, see a poop emoji. I'm fine. Well, hey, but you know, you know yeah. just yeah, throw, dropping a grenade, a political grenade, or whatever. It's like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. I have a conversation. I'd love to have a conversation. Oh yeah. So all right, I think we got at least one more tune. I think we have two. Oh my goodness, we have two more tunes. Let's do a, the Latin tune. W three. Yes. What does W three stand for? It's it's your um, operandi mode uh, modus, modus operandi, operandi at at work where you're waiting, waiting, watching, and writing. Waiting for customers to get the fuck out of the. No, waiting Store. for customers. Oh, waiting oh, for, customers. for the command. Oh, I thought waiting we had to wait for, for them to leave. No, oh. Watching them to make sure they don't steal you know, shit. Right. And then or right. blow up the, the Marshall stacks that you guys have. We have Marshall stacks. I don't know. That's that's my, I've never I, been that's in. That's why my Coke Zeros. There's no Marshall stacks. I'm the, Marshall, oh, not, I'm the Marshall stack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are only Marshall they have. The only Marshall they got. In the music store. Yeah. That's a problem. Well, Come it's on, a, it's man. A, it's, a, it's a, you know, acoustic guitar classical guitar kind of place oh it's just that way they're going to get some more basses but right now they're not, they're not fancy because they can't they, don't, they can't get a fender dealership they have to cost too much money i went into guitar center on purpose yeah it's nothing else well lisa was getting her watch fixed at, at the mall so um there's these two metal heads just cranking up this amp yeah it's like the amp was aimed Right into the bass section. Oh. And they thought they were good, you know. Well, if we ever make it big, man, I'm going to get this fucking... Guitar Center's going to know us right away. Yeah. And they were like the dorky-ass looking motherfuckers. And they were playing like drop detuning, like shred metal shit, you know. And they had to be in their late 30s. I'm like, guys. Your time is gone. It, yeah. Your time is never coming. You're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> Nothing you do is going to amount to anything in life. Go crawl in a hole and die. I just wanted to, Preferably you know, after you finished playing your part, I'm sure. I just wanted to play a stingray. This is Ernie Ball stingray there was kind of nice, but that's whatever. I used to, I used to go I used to go in there all the time when I lived in Centerville. And the reason I went there is because if you're lucky, you can see one or two high end bases. Yeah. And nobody really cares if you play them. Yeah, because you they don't know they, any they, they don't bother they don't bother you. They go, yeah. oh, he 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 knows what he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So I got to try things that I never had get to try before. So that's why I would go. And I had a couple of students. I said, all right, we're going to Guitar Center. Why are we going to Guitar Center? Because we're going to try a couple bases. We're going to fucking you know get 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 our asses out there. And if there's a if there's a, a Warwick bass, we're going to try a Warwick Streamer or a Warwick Dolphin. We're going to have some have some nice chance to get try a different bass. Yeah. You know. This is what it sounds like. Because you, if you don't know, how are you going to know if you like the damn thing or not? You can't buy one and say, uh, I don't like this. And and you find out pretty fast. I, that was When I was on the road with the band, that's what I used to do. We used to find a good music store and see if we could find, find a good bass to play. You know, because I want to try them. I want to be able to see, see what, what, what basses are worthwhile. I love the fact that you have that, that uh, uh, Federa and your, your Modulus. They're great basses, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at new pickups for the Modulus. 
What were you going to get? Did you say? Maybe some Nordstrom's. I, th- I like um, it. I, I've heard a lot of good Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. Man, I, I just... A lot of money. 200, 250 bucks? What? Whatever. It's not the money. I, I just really like the Bartolini's, man. Well, if you like got Bartolini's in this bass, man. They're passive. That bass sounds nice. That bass sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a good bass. We are talking more about bass today. Holy shit. What's going on? What's going so on? anyways... Um, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe some Bart's. Uh, but you can get active uh, for that. That's isn't it active? Yeah, they're active. Yeah, but the North Strands would be nice too. It'd be different. Yeah. So, anyways, because I don't get to keep the Federa, I got to give that back to the Air Force. But the nice thing about it is you get to play it for a while. Yeah, and if I really like it, I could buy my own. If I want to drop six, five, seven, five. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah a, that's a lot of money, dude. Eh, that's a lot of money. Not really. When you look at upright bases, they're. Well, they're up yeah. to 30, 40, 50 grand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, but, you know, someday. Someday. When this, when the podcast takes off, we can right, afford right, whatever. Right, right, right. When we, we get want. the swag from Dia Dairy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, all right. We're going to do this. It's called Waiting, Watching, and Writing. Thank you. 
W3. Yes. I think if we had to re- recut it, I would I would use the um oh, for the ending. For the ending. Just leave that hang. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Maybe even a little retardando. I I am not lines well when we put out our podcast album yes the know. album pod yes it's, and then we can go on tour right promote the album on NPR world tour and you can get your Mobabga Mobabga hats and, 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 and a few vowels <laughs> a few we'll more need to make on bass and I'll point great again <laughs> it was great before yeah great again yeah we'll have to Re yeah, rethink that. <laughs> oh, ma- we'll come up with a hat, people. Don't call me that. On Uganda. Yeah, stay away from Idi Amin. Idi Amin Dada. <laughs> it's Dada. That's at the end. Idi Amin Dada. Oh my! Oh my! my, God, oh my. Right. So I watched his bass player's names. Dave five oh four. I showed you a little clip of it. Oh God! On on YouTube. Funny I got. I, I got to. I got to say, it's very funny. But the but the video editing. If you're, it's priceless. Well, but I, I love I it. I need to say this as a disclaimer. If you have any kind of issues with seizure seizures or photo, you know, <laughs> photo sensitivity, don't watch that because I gave me a headache, and mainly because I had the gabapentin in me, and it tasted you're like old. a few cocktails. And you're the next old. thing, and a, yeah, no, I'm funny. not. It's it, was, funny. it definitely was funny, but He's I'm hilarious. tired of watching his eyeballs bug out. <laughs> no, that's the best part. Fuck, I don't want to see all that crap. <laughs> You bugging out eyeballs. Snap. Play the play the bass. Play the bass. OMG. Oh my god. Checkmate. <laughs> so this guy, what he does is he's got well if you're listening to us and you've probably seen he's got five million, six million. Subs, subscribers. He's shooting for six million oh, yeah, shooting subscribers. Man. He's some kind of European. No. Yeah, I could tell by the headphones. And the fact that English wasn't his first language? Yes, and there's that. But he, he plays the shit out of the bass. That's fine. He, he's, he, can, he can slap and play finger style. He couldn't swing from a rope. He did, uh, he had the notes to Donna Lee, but man, it just was. 
It was a little slower than the sample he played, but it, it the spacing was just a little off on the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on, on the on the swing stuff, it's like you know. they they pushed him, but he didn't keep going. There just wasn't a, the accents weren't right. Didn't have that lilt. Yeah, yeah. A it dance, was just a little st- stiff. Yeah. That's what she said. Or, or real too wilty. That's too too, you know, loosey goosey, you know. I think some of that you're born with because yeah. of your culture. Yep. You know. You've, well, you know in America we're we're kind of loose. swing and well, swing is ingrained in our society. You know, it's not so much in Brazil and over in Europe. No. Well, just same, same thing in reverse. Latin isn't. isn't I can't. Yeah, you just heard my line groove, and ain't that great? Yeah, well, you know, you know, it's good enough. But it, it works. We all have our we all have our crosses to bear. Our strengths and weaknesses. Yes, exactly. Speaking of strengths and weaknesses. Uh oh. Um, do you remember the the pillars of wellness? Um. No. Spiritual. Sexual. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> oh wait, it's not. That's not in there. The pillars no. of oh wellness. No. I well, you know, sex the Air Force. They had like a little. I haven't been in the Air Force in like I know, twelve but years. It was around when you were in twelve years, Jr. You that's, were that's around. half the, that's half the time. You I just was forgot. In. Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, thrifty, clean, and reverent. There's you awareness, know. social, physical, and spiritual, and sexual. No, that's physical. Well, I call it sexual. You call it what you want. <laughs> well, you know, flexibility is the key to sexual prowess. <laughs> I think there's probably an element of sexuality that makes you healthy. You're there's you're, you're well, probably of course probably onto something there. Of course, you don't get it, you don't get happy. We like to talk about that at work, and then again, well, you can't we have a talk whole about tenet called um, spiritual, right? Well, you know. But, but they don't. They like don't the call, zen they don't, in your body and your mind and your well, yeah, food. And they your, don't your, really, spe- you know, specify that religion is part of no of that tenet. No, it's your being. It's your it's or, your or inner that, being. Yeah, your, that, your so, energy, your aura. Well, your, the four tenets of the spiritual domain are core values. Okay. Perseverance. Okay. Purpose. Okay. And perspective. Okay. That's that's. What spirituality okay so well, your core value might be religion your purpose might be you know to do god god's, god's will yeah exactly you so know, i mean that, they're tied in there but it's not you know or you could be a wiccan and worship a tree or something or whatever you know people do yeah i mean that's their choice have whatever yeah. whatever makes them happy whatever floats your boat that's right i don't need a boat to float I, but yeah anyways i just so you brought that up but where we go with this? well i just can't believe you don't remember that it's part of being a resilient person is understanding the the you know the four domains of wellness Vinny. yeah yeah uh-huh physical sexual <laughs> do i feel like i'm stuck just, on that topic i keep somehow we just keep coming keep back coming back to, well yeah that should tell you how important that topic is uh, even when you're late 50s man hey man I can see if it's like 22 year olds sexual sexual wellness is sexual 
Yeah. So. <laughs> stump, stump the JR. Brought to you by um, Trojan condoms. <laughs> when you really get silly, put on a Trojan. When you want to show your wife a surprise, put on a Trojan. Use the colored one so she doesn't know who you are. If you think it's going to rain, wear a Trojan. Put on a raincoat. Wrap it up. Stay woke, people. <laughs> you woke motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, oh, now we're doing commercials. This is cool. Oh. Next thing next thing you know, they'll be sending stuff to us in the mail. That's P.O. Box 39, <laughs> Manhattan Transfer Lane. <laughs> uh, next thing you know, we're American Clearinghouse. Publisher Clearinghouse is outside, JR. Oh, come on in. And oh, look, the, they've got balloons. And the first, the first thing you'll say is, now my podcast can go viral. And if you're not careful with that sexual domain, watch out for those uh, viral. They'll get an STD. Waka, waka. Oh. <clears throat> Penicillin. So, all right. Last chance before we play one last tune. What do you got? Oh, we got to go, go to the Weller. You got a Weller story? I had, but I forgot it. Oh, Lord. Um, oh, what the hell was the Weller story? I had one. I had a perfect Weller story. It was a perfect Weller story. It was a quintessential Weller story. Did it uh, actually involve Scott Weller? No, I'm sorry. Uh. Scott was not involved in this particular episode of the Weller story. Um, mm, I can't uh, help you. I, ah, son of a gun. I can't think. I'll have to. I'm trying my. Hope maybe we should talk about to, 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 to talk amongst yourselves. I I could tell the. I probably told this one about the penis on the parade field. Yes, you did. All right. That's okay, that's so. that's yeah. That's that was funny. It was definitely funny, but you know, it was funny the first say, time. Well, yeah, I don't want to tell it again. No, 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 no. You know, no, that's not worth telling again. I'm trying. God, 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 darn it! Should have wrote it down. Yeah, I should have. Well, a lot of good that does to tell me that now. <laughs> um, um, there's enough Weller stories. We should be able to tell something. Oh, well, I, I, all right, I have, I have kind of a Weller story. This involves an old, an old commander, Dan Schmidt. Dan, that's if you're listening, if you're listening, you know, that's old. That's a, so there's two, there's two Dan, Dan Schmidt stories. I'll tell you one from, from McGuire Air Force Base and then, the story that I heard about how he wound up getting out of the Air Force in, in Texas or what started it. So, so um, Dan um, was, a, was a, a big gentleman. Um, and like most big gentlemen, he fought his weight a little bit, you know. And, but Dan, Dan was a conductor of the band. It was Major Schmidt back then. So now he's Dan, but back then it was Major Schmidt. And he was kind of waiting to, to make um, lieutenant colonel because he had come to the band at McGuire to straighten out the band because we had issues with the commander and he uh, was kind of hoping that he would get promoted in the process. Right. Well, if I don't know if you remember this back then. You might not have. I'm trying to remember what, what year this was. This was probably maybe before you got in. It was because I don't know that guy. Okay. So, so the Air Force was changing uniforms and they had decided that for oh, what's a lieutenant colonel? Oh, six? No, five. Oh, five on up that they were going to wear the white 
Class A uniform. Get out of here. Yes, the white uniforms. This is way back like in the, the day. Like the Navy. This was way back in the day, right? Holy crap. So they, they, they ginned up this whole stuff. So Dan decided that it was time to get one of these things in preparation for him making lieutenant colonel. Well, you know what those white l- uniforms look like on some of the Navy people back in the day. You know, all the, all the uh, you know, uh, what is that, officer and gentleman yep. people. Now, the officer and gentleman people, they look good. Why did they look good? Because they skinny. were skinny. Dan Schmidt was not skinny. In, in all matter of fact, Dan Schmidt looked like the good humor man. He, he, he looked like he should be serving ice cream. So Dan takes his uniform and decides to set up. We set up at a park in New Jersey, and we're playing outside, so they don't really have places to change. So I was working in the truck, and the truck was where we changed. Now, if you change in the truck, you know that the truck is dirty. So you try your very best to find a place to hang your uniform to change it so it's not near the edge of the uh, edge of the back of the truck or anywhere you can get dirty in there. Well, Dan puts on this this wonderful good humor outfit and he turns around and says, how do I look? Look great, sir. He turned around and showed me his back. He says, is my back, you know, everything good in my back? Everything's good. And there was this nice big grease spot about two inches long, right in the middle of his back. And I went, look fantastic, sir. You look great. So he went out and did the concert and with his entire back to the audience, to the audience. And all he saw was this big black mark, like like somebody had put, uh, you know, charcoal on his back and when he turned around to, to, to say hello to the audience the entire band saw him with that and they were all laughing he couldn't understand why they were smiling and laughing I don't think he ever found out until he took it off no. later on yeah so he never said anything to me about it but you know I felt I felt better <laughs> Yeah. Now, the, the second part of this is that Dan wound up leaving the band and he went to the band in, in uh, San Antonio and they commandeered a name for Dan because he was near the end of his career and he was probably not really worried about working out or his weight. Oh, and they called him Bob, which stood for big old butt. <laughs> and, and so when he conducted his butt, his went, butt went back and forth so that they, they probably you know, called him big old butt for that. But apparently his weight got so bad that the general for the base showed up at his office put a scale on the floor because Dan kept avoiding getting weighed in, put a scale on the floor and said, step on it, major. And they, and he weighed him and put him on the, put him on the fat boy program. And he summarily kind of retired. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, rightfully so. Oh, absolutely. I did no, no doubt, no doubt in the, in, in my mind, you can't do that. You know, you got standards, man. <laughs> when I was at the air force Academy, we had this guy, he was a bastard sergeant. I can't remember his name. He was all a five foot five, maybe five four, short guy. And he wasn't really fat, but at that stocky, height, stocky. At that height, you know, he just didn't have a whole lot of. He was not thin. He was just kind of big boned, if you will, kind of thick, husky. Yeah, but he was. He he was like. He wasn't muscular. He was just kind of rotund. And the cadets. Nickname for him was Three Button. Three Button? Yeah, his nickname was Three Button. Why is that, JR? Because he, he, his pants pulled up so high that you could, he only had three buttons showing. <laughs> ah, that's perfect. <laughs> so, you know, back in the old days, guys used to wear their pants really. Pictures of MacArthur or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like they, they wore their pants over well over, over their, their hips. Navel. 
Yeah, and and we don't do that much any more. I never do that. I don't think I wear anything. No. Over my navel. No. No. Over the navel. No. 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 Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. And I am not a fashion fashion. Mistress pants. It's hard to not have them up kind of high just because they're because they're there's no real pockets. Well, and they're just like a tuxedo kind of. Yeah, it's designed to cut show, that way. It's designed to show off your military cut, which is yeah, at my age, not desirable. But whatever, I only got a couple more years. I just got a couple more years, man. When's the just last time you have couple... to do a PT test next year? No, March. <laughs> no, 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 no. The last time you'll have to do it forever. I mean, oh fuck, I figured that out. Oh, you need what? to figure that out. So you have something to shoot for. <laughs> well, it depends on how well I do. If I do it really well and get over ninety. It's annual. Now Last it. time I, I got an 88, so I got to do it semi-annual. So instead of doing it next, um, what, October, I could do it March. So it's coming up. Oh, nice. Ah, I hate it. It's torture test. Well, the problem is, is when you get older, it's just harder. Yeah, I'm 54 now. I don't quite move like I used to. Yeah, and it, and it really has nothing to do with. Yeah, I mean, it has something to do with obviously your your fitness, but at fifty four, there should be allowable difference. Well, so the, the physical domain, not the sexual domain, but the physical. Just, just follow me. Okay, here. physical. There's four tenets to that. Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started this. Well, there's there's um. Strength, which you would consider, you know. Sexual. <laughs> Endurance. Which is sexual. Prowess, which is... Again, you started this. Nutrition. Which is sexual. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what you're eating there. And recovery. Which is sexual. How fast can I do it to get... Well, I guess it's... I guess it's the sexual... The physical sexual domain of wellness. So... At least it's not the physical sexual domain of Weller. <laughs> I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. Thank you, Scott. Leaving condoms in the back of a deuce and a half. Terrible New York City. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible idea. Terrible idea. So, okay, we're going to play one more tune and get out of here because this is really um, degenerated into <laughs> sexual prowess. What are we going to call this one, Jr.? Sexual prowess. <laughs> Vinny and Jr. talk about sexual prowess. We will have a thousand listeners. <sighs> so you wrote one more tune. I did. I ca- I cannot wait. <laughs> Lunar sexual prowess. That's when the lunar stuff happens is when you have the sexual prowess. So did this happen when you were waiting, watching, or writing? When exactly did this, this song come This started about? when I was waiting, and then it became a song that I started writing. It was actually, actually kind of nice because... Uh, it was it was near the end of the day, and it had just been a long day of, of of waiting. And I was sitting there, and I was just trying to find something to play. And I just started. I hit that nice little sharp eleven, and boy, it just all came into in, 
It was, it was absolutely worked itself out. It literally, this tune wrote itself in about five minutes. Didn't, didn't do anything else. I just played it a whole, played it a whole bunch of times. So I ingrained it in my head and then I wrote it down on my three by five card. You actually transcribed it in the real staff paper this time for a change. Well, thank you, you very know, much. You're very welcome. I tried to. I, pen, no less. I mean, stellar penmanship on this um, chart that you wrote. I was always good at that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sloppy. I'm, I'm left handed. I used. Well, so am I. That's weird because we both play righty. We've had this conversation. Right, right, yeah. Well, see episode three. Advantage, Mr. Marshall. <laughs> Game, set, match, Marshall. So th- this this tune is kind of nice because because here here's the the lunar sky thing. There was there was no real reason to come up with the name lunar sky, but when I wrote this, it, it kind of sounded a little bit like a like a, a smooth jazz type of a thing, a little bit. Yeah, it does. It you know, it has that type of. Uh, it's uh, not lumpy. No, it's not lumpy. It's it's definitely smooth. The lumps are all worked out. But so I was trying to I I stopped and I go all right from now on when I play a tune and I figure this out I'm writing a damn name for it so we don't sit there and talk for 20 minutes about what should we call this let's call it evergreens up your nose you know no I don't want to call it evergreens up my nose I wasn't thinking of evergreens when I wrote this you we know. should just start a list of great names <laughs> great names for songs that's gonna be number seven <laughs> better yeah let's just put put all of them in a hat and I'll pick it but up that's I think that's what we're gonna do the, the name of this tune is evergreen is yeah. Well, that's a Barbara Streisand to me. It, yeah, it's from a Star is Born. Yeah, I yeah think. Star yeah. is Born. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so I'm trying to think of a name for this thing. And in the process of thinking of name, I went, you know, this is a smooth jazz tune. What kind of name can I come up that's a smooth jazz name? And I looked outside and we had talked in the morning about the fact that it was so gloomy and dreary outside that the sun, the sun was just not coming out. And we, and we were both waiting for, you know, for the sky to change. And I go, you know what? This is this is like a lunar sky. It just made sense. And here we are. Here we are. So let's get into the lunar module. Apollo Apollo nine sixty nine. <laughs> Take off for Mars. Sounds good to me. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this thing started. It's gonna be a little funky. Are we done after this? We're coming back after this. We're gonna come back for a. A, a, a final a final thought a final thought a jerry yeah. springer final thought <laughs> <laughs> if i can come up with one jeez you're wearing me out that's the whole idea of this podcast <laughs> bless him. i'm gonna sleep like a baby <laughs> J- Jerry, hey man can you come over another night because i really can't sleep on thursdays <laughs> no problem i have i have a friend that yeah. i talked to i talked to on the phone and he, he calls me he goes, i'm having a hard time getting to sleep can you just talk for a little while <laughs> i talk goes, that's it thank you <laughs> <laughs> You sound like our study guy to get promoted. Yeah, well, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Five seconds. <laughs> Welcome to the PFE. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is, Lunar Sky. Let's throw down. Thank you. 
All the tunes we played today, yes. I think I like this one the best. Maybe because of the, the sharp, the sharp eleven. It's dissonance, people. It's dissonance. Oh, I love it. I love it's it. all about the dissonance. I love it, and it, and it works really nice. There's some, there's some, I, when I when I wrote it and I had all these, these I had like four measures of C C major seven sharp eleven. I'm like, oh god, that's too much. And goes, no, it works perfect with that. Tempo works good. It came out well, I think. I think so too. Yeah. I, I really do think that uh, that a lot of these songs we could flesh out into and do an um, album. Yeah, seriously. Someday. Seriously. Someday. Once yeah. I build my studio, I'll invite some real musicians over to. Yeah, where are we going to find yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. Denver. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Colorado. We'll call the we'll call the Biltmore. <laughs> I need a few musicians. Sure. Yeah. We'll have to see. So. 
So well, final thoughts for today. Uh, a, get ready to go to Mars. We're, people, we're going to Mars. At least on TV. <laughs> At least on Netflix. I'm going to Mars tonight. God bless Kobe. Yeah, got yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Well, actually, fr- actually, and God, my friend Billy Brockman. So. God, bl- God bless their families. That's yeah. real, that's re- that's really what you need to say. Truth. Think, Truth. think about think about their, those. Truth. Th- think about how. Uh, yeah, well, uh, appreciate the legacy that he left. Well, and 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 here's yeah. something that be needs thankful to, for what he brought. Here's here's something that needs to be said. Regardless, includes your your friend Billy Brockman. Life is precious. Period. End of sentence. You can fill it in any way you want after that. Your, your dash is up to you about how you fill it in. But, but life, is, life is precious. And you don't know what life is going to bring you. At any moment, it can be taken. Truth. It can be changed. It could be devastating. Truth. Or it could be fantastic. All you have to do is experience it. And remember, look at the person next to you. And if you like them, tell them. You know, and hug them. And... Do something with them. And don't ignore them. Just be nice to one another out there, people. Holy cow. I mean, God, just, if, you, just if, you, so if you do that, just, just nice. Just re- relax. Be nice to just, one another. Just nice. It's the world just, will be a better place. No kidding. You know. For everybody. Stress will be gone. We won't have to worry about, about all this other crap. And you won't look at somebody and go, I'm sorry. I'm, are you? No, I don't. Never mind. You know, and it just turns into a conversation that you don't want to have. Just be nice to the person. Hi, how are you? Why are you wearing that mask? Did you just come from Wuhan? <laughs> Shh. I'm, I'm trying to prevent myself from getting sick. Say goodnight, Vinny. Goodnight, Vinny. Thank you.